Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. USA! USA! Shot clock turned off. Calvary. Hall. Eight to shoot. Hall. The runner! It's time for Zag Hoop Talk with Jack and Zach on the Believe Podcast Network. Oh, wow. Here's Jack Ferris. They found mold in my apartment. And Rob Zachary. All I was thinking about is, like, how do you know which things to use to wipe? Come on, baby, America. Believe in the Zags. I know I believe. I believe damn well they're good. They're good. Gee whiz. Second. Listen, after a performance, on, or how do you even say performance? An experience like we had on, what was that, Wednesday? Yeah. We got to do another show. It is Friday morning. We're talking uh, 24 hours exactly because it's 10 a.m., 24 hours until the one versus two showdown with Baylor. Before we get to Baylor, Rob, good Lord. How were you doing Wednesday? How what was your experience? Well, dude, I don't know about you, but I watched the Kansas Kentucky game before the night before. And terrible. No, thank you. I, is it? Thank you. <laughs> they were so, yeah. Oh, it was. And I'm so I'm wondering. I'm wondering if it was something due to like not having fans in that basketball arena that like it threw people shot off because. Do you know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. Because yep. that Kansas-Kentucky, the first half of that game, no one could score anything. And then I'm watching our game, and I'm like, all right, this is first. This first five minutes is trash. I'm sorry. This mm-hmm. is horrible basketball. Mm-hmm. No one can score. Missing bunnies, all that type of stuff. And then um, I think it showed a lot of grit on our part to kind of fight through adversity and get that win at the end. Yeah, no, you're right. Listen, that we were down nine, like several different points in the first half. We were getting, we, like you said, we weren't making buckets. We were getting beat up really physically. We were getting beat up and it, we looked outmatched outclassed. We looked like we got punched in the face and we weren't going to get back up. Uh, but we did. And I mean, that's all you can ask for, right? We were down Almost, we were never down double digits, but we were flirting with it a couple of times. Yeah, and we just outlasted them. They got into foul trouble. It was it was uh, neck and neck about the eight minute media mark in the second half, and then we just pulled away, uh, and they didn't have the firepower to stick with us. To your point, Rob, because I looked into it too. Kansas, Kentucky, they couldn't they couldn't make it. Oh, but Kentucky, was- I guess Kentucky's a really bad shooting team to begin with. They were zero for ten. Uh, the game before at home when they lost and Kansas, we know could fill it up a little bit because they, they scored 90 on us. And then we couldn't, uh, we were, I got it written down here and that shooting wise, we weren't ourselves. We were four for 16 from three 
West Virginia actually outshot us from three. They were five of 17. So, and for those who don't know, all these games, those games are being played in the same building. Everything's in Indianapolis. That's why, right. that's why we're bringing it up. So I was thinking maybe it's just like a, maybe the rims are weird. Maybe they're hard. Who knows? But then after <laughs> I got bad news, Illinois and Baylor come on and both teams went seven for 18. So both teams shot much better. I mean, maybe not much better, but both teams shot marginally better. And I think if you watch that game, that Baylor Illinois game, Oh, that was a physical game. Yeah. And I, but I think Rob, I was just talking to our buddy about this. Both teams look like they could beat up both uh, Gonzaga and West Virginia. And I'm talking about Illinois and Baylor, but I think a lot of it has to do with the energy, which is so much better. Yeah, no, I, dude, that I, I'm so glad you hit on that because Baylor, I'm like, damn, do they have their own crowd at the gym or what? Yeah. They were so loud and like they just fed off of each other. And it was really kind of cool to watch in that sense. It obviously makes you a little nervous going into the game, but watching them play and having that energy of school, like they were chanting defense like it was a high school girls basketball team or something you know? <laughs> like, i mean it's a, that dude, I, i'm sorry it was no. just that's, it was crazy to see it but at the same time it really worked for them and you could see them feeding off of each other especially baylor like um i'm not even going to try to pronounce his name but he was so energetic and he kind of reminded me of roni in the way he had all that firepower and all that energy um, I, they're centered, they're big man, uh, from Cameroon. He was just so, it was so contagious to see that energy. And it, I'm like, Oh boy, here we go. This is the last thing we need going into this game. Yeah. If you think I'm going to try to pronounce his name, you're wrong, but it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's his last two. It's a lot of, more, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot more consonants than vowels. All I know that we'll refer to him as TT. Uh, yeah, it's, you hit it on the head. It was like watching a softball game with all the chants and the rah rahs. <laughs> right. But that goes a long way when there's only what? 50 people in the gym. No, it, it does. It does. Like you said, we couldn't, I think at the, uh, first media timeout, the score was like maybe four to four us in Virginia. Oh. And it just felt dead. It was like watching a, a scrimmage. It felt, it was like watching an inter squad scrimmage. Oh, and, man. but the Baylor, Illinois game was a much different. They looked like a different class of basketball teams, but I, I think the only difference was their guys were just up They They were ready. And maybe they, they watched dancing on the sideline. They were like jumping. Everybody was involved. It was, you could tell that everyone wanted to be there. And, and I'm not saying we didn't want to be there obviously, but you could just, there was, it was infectious and it, it was definitely something that, um, they they used for their advantage and so you got to give those guys credit and it's going to be it's going to be a real it's going to be a real test for us this weekend absolutely let's let's get to it before we we uh go too far deep into the uh into the baylor predictions and the mucky muck of the west virginia game jalen sucks what obviously Everyone's fearing the worst. They were hinting at it even on the broadcast. Everyone thinks it's an Achilles. It looked like an Achilles. It looked like a career threatener, uh, the way everyone was composing themselves. And then 20 game minutes later, he's back in the game. Yeah. Uh, have you ever experienced something like that where you think somebody's like 
dead and then they're fine? You know? Um, I'm thinking of like some guys. Well, I I think you kind of scare yourself as a player. You're like, holy shit. You think I the worst. Yeah. You, that's immediately what happens when you you go down, all of a sudden you're like, okay, if if I can just walk this off and you're more in shock than anything like, oh, my goodness, what did I just do? I feel a little bit of pain there. And to his credit, he he fought through the pain, and you got to tip your hat to him, man. Like, that's, that's big balls type move right there. And um, I think everyone was shitting their pants when they saw him go down and grab that Achilles. I know I did. I said, oh, come on, man. Like, what are the odds? Like, this is our time, and come on. But, um, dude, it just showed it showed a lot of perseverance and grit on his part to come out and play and show that he wasn't a pussy, man. You know? yeah. Bingo, right? bingo. You said yeah. it. Yeah, we took West Virginia's best punch. And then, yeah, I, like I said, we, uh, we kind of outlasted him at the end. We got to talk about Andrew Nemhard. A guy who we mentioned it a little bit, like what a weapon to have on our bench, a guy who has been in big moments before playing in the SEC. He came on and he the moment was not too big for him. He knew he had to be the guy. And not only did we need his scoring, but he had Rob, you know, this several momentum shifting assists. Dude, he was phenomenal. All I'm thinking about when I'm watching this game is you left Florida to come to Spokane, mm-hmm. you know. Well, Gainesville, Gainesville, the uh, the, the upper. Yeah, okay. I, you left the campus of Florida. I don't care what I like to yeah. come to Spokane. So it got it shows that you know he wants to be a part of a winning program and he wants to be a part of something special. And it showed during that game, like once Suggs went down, he just stepped up to the plate and really carried the team. And you and I don't want to. I don't want to overshadow his play because he played phenomenal, but dude, Joel, dude, he go ahead. Go ahead. What do you know? You know, I, I'm, I'm prepared I to say the points. I looked at the points yeah. and I was like 20, 21. Yeah, where, what the hell? Let me tell you something about Joel. I almost said NBA. Let me tell you something about Joel. Yeah. <laughs> 21 points, seven boards and four of the biggest steals of the game. Yes. He has rebounds. He know. is. And I mean this affectionately. He is such a bastard. He is <laughs> so slimy. Like, could you imagine playing against him? He like, he's the, he's the worst kind of player you want to play against. If he's you're getting an elbow, he's getting an elbow. Totally. Sure. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if like that, you got to slow him down because he is just a gnat flying or he's, he's annoying. And it's so fun to watch because he's on our team. Yeah, like you said, 21 points, seven boards, four steals. He was 10 of 15 from the floor. Uh, him and Corey were the only two Zags that were, well, Andrew too, uh, yeah. the only two Zags that were like above 500 shooting. But thank God for Ayayi, man. And he does it so sneakily. quiet. Yeah. yeah. It was, yeah. I, I was like, wait, he has 17 already in the game? I looked yeah. at it. I was like, this. when did he score? I'm like, when did this guy score? I'm, and like, I guess because he makes so many plays and then he'll – God love him. He'll take that one air ball three, you know, and that's what you remember from him last. But at the same time, he does so much on the court that you really don't, you're not paying attention. And then you're like, 
dude, this guy has just put up almost a triple double or whatever, you know, like steals, yeah. this, yeah. all that. He's always involved in a play. And I, I had to tip my hat to him because I was like, damn, this kid is carrying us through this game. And it's so quiet. Yes. Yes. We, uh, it's been discussed. He will, I think he's going to get at least one triple double, which would be so fun. Oh, man. The, the only question is, what categories is he going to do it in? Like, if, okay, I'm exaggerating, but he had, I think he might lead the team in rebounds as crazy as that is. No, I don't think that. I think that's exactly, yeah. I think he is leading the team in rebounds because, um, God bless our boy Timmy. He's not free. We gotta talk, we're gonna we're gonna talk about Timmy in a second. Uh, we have a special guest who, well, not so special, but we have a guest who's rapping on the door right now. All I got to do is pull up this ad. The NFL season is in full season, uh, full swing. Rob, you may not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Zags didn't cover, but uh, guess what? They got the over and the team total over. But you oh. already know that, don't you, Rob? I don't, I don't bet. I'm sorry. I don't bet on the Zags. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. And there is always the online casino as well. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag to sign up today. All right, Rob, I'm sorry. I was going to make this guy wait longer, but he's early and he's already been waiting five minutes. He's a your premature. A he's your premature. Excited. As far as Spokane media goes, one of Rob Sacre's biggest enemies, and we can't see him. Yeah, what's going on, Sean? Sean Slim Widmer joining us now. It's going to happen. I'm going to get the video going here. There we go. So, wait, wait, wait. wait. When you do Coyote Country, do you guys look at each other, or how does that work? Do you touch each other? No, we we don't do the video during the show. Why you guys? I feel like I want to look at that beard. It's coming back in. It's coming back in. The beard is coming back, baby. What's going on, man? Good to have you on the show, baby. I'm hyped, Slim. I'm gonna I'm gonna tee you up with a belt high fastball here. Okay. We were just talking about Timmy when we let you in. Okay, perfect. Your thought? I mean, we haven't even we haven't talked first half, second half. We haven't talked Sand's headband. Yeah. Your, your thoughts on Timmy and uh, – well, uh, let me go first. Okay, because I have thoughts on Timmy. I didn't realize that the weed in Indianapolis was that good. That Timmy Wait, just, what? That Timmy just That's how you're going to start this Timmy conversation? Just, right, obviously, this is reckless speculation, and I don't really think Timmy was high, but the guy – Looked he looked like he played high that first He looked half, like he, he had an stung. edible or two the first yeah, time. No, he was he was out of control. I was like, what is going on? This guy had 28 and then all of a sudden just can't even throw a ball into the ocean. What's going how, on? How familiar that first half, how familiar did Rob feel? Oh, the <laughs> he was like, oh my gosh, Coach Few. I know everything Coach Few is saying right now when they go <laughs> timeout. I texted Coach Few after the game. I said, man, either your shirts are getting smaller or your muscles are getting bigger. Dude, I are you talking about, was, talking about Fewey? Yes. Yo, he's, get, he's, he's yoked right now. Yes. <laughs> you, know oh. what's good, you know what's great about Coach Few? I don't know if there's everything same. winning. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if this is the same, but when we were, when I was there, when we were there, Rob, because Sean went to Eastern Washington University for those keeping track at home, he would work out in the student gym. 
No, he I would know. not. Yes, he would. Yes, he, <laughs> yes, he, he would. Did. Look, he did. To his credit, he'd get there early and he'd pick an elliptical like way in the corner. But he would work out in the in the student gym. And that's not that wasn't for a lack of resources at the time. There was definitely like a full athlete gym he could have used. But he 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 decided to uh to be one of the people. Gosh, I love him, man. <laughs> and he I would play him. ultimate frisbee with us for conditioning back in the day. That was his thing. He liked working and like doing sports with us. He I heard back when like he before he hurt his knee, he uh he really uh, would play with the guys or try to. I don't, I'm not going to say he did play, but I'm going to say he tried playing with yeah. the guys. And uh, he would always hold his own or try to fight it. Good good on him, man. Coach Few is awesome. And he'd always be, he's always in the weight room like that. Jack and Bobby, you guys have seen Fuey for a long time. Of course, Rob, you played for him. But I feel like for a long time, Zach Vance watching him on the sideline, does he not just seem so awesome right now? Like he's just feeling it. Like, He's feeling good coaching the Zach team right now. It's funny you bring that up, Slim, and Rob, maybe you can speak to this a little bit better than I can. When I was in school and even before that, he would there were times when he would look frantic. Yes. Yeah. When he would when he would yell and be and be kind of like how Calipari looked the other night. <laughs> when Calipari showed up his players on the court and like yeah, going into a timeout, he ran onto the court and showed one of his bigs how to post up. It was it was a little look at me, and I'm not saying Few has ever been look at me, but he's looked certainly uh, uh, stressed, stressed and That's frantic. On just in the last five six years since we've taken this leap up from solid program to elite program, I think you're exactly right, John. He looks cool as a cucumber. Oh. I think nothing phases him. Cool, is, cool is the right word. How could you not want to play for him if you're like a high school kid? Like the dudes are balling out on the court, and then you watch the coach, and it's like that guy's cool. The team is cool. I'm in. Not I'm, I'm watching him and Tommy, and Tommy's looking like he needs to. Like, Tommy has his legs crossed, sitting back. Looks like he it needs a beer in his hand at the same time. Like I feel like we're we we made this giant leap. I don't know where it was. Like you said, Jack, maybe five years ago, we hit that giant leap. And then I don't, it, it's like they just took all the stress out of the game. And, and as a player, it means so much because like you don't, that energy isn't going into you where you're tense and all like at the end of games, all of a sudden those shots are going strong or whatever. It's just more of a relaxed feeling. And I think that's what how, helps us get through those games like West Virginia where we weren't scoring early in the game, but okay, we're good. We're going to get through this. It's no problem. And it showed, man. Slim, your takeaway from Wednesday. Here's what we discussed. Okay. Uh, they beat us up pretty good. We punched back and pretty much outlasted them. Jalen, mm. scary moment. Mm. The quietest I've ever seen a TV during a sporting event, ever. That was the quietest I've ever heard a TV because there's no fans and the announcers are not talking. That was weird. That okay. was weird, yeah. Okay, what was your stress level watching at home? When when Suggs went down, stress level 1 billion. Like, did you, I, did you... I cursed 2020 for the 50 millionth time. <laughs> on calendar. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, why, man? I was all the way stressed. I thought that's it. Because I thought if it's torn, he's done for the season. And if, if it, it's close to torn, he's going to make the executive decision, which I think we would all understand, you're done for the season. So I just thought, that's it. This is it. Goodbye, Jalen Suggs. It was fun watching you for two and a half games. 
I mean, beyond that, if it's torn, if it's torn, it's career threatening. Like he's yeah, probably never it. the full player that that he could have been. Yeah. Outside of that, uh, did you have a cocktail or two while you were watching? Okay, it, it was Jack. It was four o'clock. So, yeah, well, that is, well, Sean, you <laughs> get up. Man. You get up at five. Isn't that an ideal tip? I had a you? beer. I had a beer. I had a beer. I did. I had a beer. I had an IPA. Marriage has changed you. Fatherhood's changed you. There yeah, was a time when it when does, I, Jack. Wait until it comes your your way, buddy. Um, Jack, we're celebrating a one year old birthday today. My house downstairs right now is just balloons. There's balloons everywhere. You can't walk one foot without running into a balloon. It's wild. But Saturday morning, I've got myself already set aside some nice Saturday morning cocktails to go with Saturday's Baylor game. So I will not let you down Saturday. What do you drink? Go ahead. I've got I've got Bloody Mary mix. I've got some Bloody Mary mix that uh, some homemade Bloody Mary mix as an option. But then I also have the champagne and orange juice, Rob. So it's going to be a game time decision. I'm kind of like Jalen Suggs. <laughs> game time decision for what I'm going to be drinking on Saturday. Did you watch the uh, Baylor Illinois game afterwards? I did. I did watch it, and I the first half was it just the same for both games? Like first half, teams that were amazing were like kind of getting used to the gym, and then second half, pedal to the metal. Oh, you mean – well, we – Rob and I were just talking about the difference in energy between our game in West Virginia, which was dumpy, and then they were – they looked like they were having fun playing basketball. Oh, ba- the Baylor-Illinois game? Yeah. I think so, but I also – you've got to assume they watched some of the Zags game, right? There's basketball in the air. Zags came into the, a, a big, gigantic, empty arena and had to get the energy going. There was already basketball energy in the air when Baylor-Illinois – happened they had already seen a near upset right illinois was like oh man this could happen and and that there's energy i think there was energy in the air when they walked onto the gym so i'm gonna give i'm not gonna knock the zags all the way you know what i asked rob this but to rob's credit he's bottled up in north spokane with not one not two but three children yeah and you're in the mix you're a man of the people every day what's the vibe like in spokane right now what's the energy like in spokane could you hear could you hear a pin drop in Spokane when Jalen went down? The, yeah, the world ended. <laughs> Spokane ended. Like the, the world stopped revolving. Time froze. It was like, oh my gosh, time already is going so slow. And now it's frozen. That was a big deal, Jack. That's because Zags are like everything right now. Like college sports are everything. Cougs look like they're good. I know this is not a this is a Zags podcast, but Cougs look good. Eastern basketball looks good. Gonzaga basketball looks good. So basketball is kind of what's keeping the city alive, like a lot of time. And so when the biggest player in the city and the area goes down, whew, you could feel it everywhere. You could feel it. People turn their Christmas lights off. Yeah, it was it was rough, man, because we're in this little bubble, Jack. Our governor, at least, yeah, he's crazy, but he's not shutting down the whole state like you, buddy. And yeah. uh, we're, we're in this down. little nice little bubble over here in eastern Washington, and our bubble got popped that day. Yeah. <laughs> okay. let me ask you this go, oh yeah if you were go ahead sean because i'm about to switch gears okay because i wanted to do ask you guys a question about the game because i didn't hear what you guys talked about earlier okay and I, uh, we love timmy we love suds we love the guys i have been underwhelmed by a player who's really good this year i've been and, underwhelmed by Joel. Anton- Oh, we just talked about we just talked about it here's sean widmer everybody thanks for coming I, I, on slim well, yeah. hang on. I knocked him, right? I was like, the beginning of the game, I was like, Joel, yeah, get 21 points. Uh, and so I took Crow and I put it on the stove. 
I cooked it up and I ate all of it because I knocked him before the game started. Like, where have you been? What's going on? 21 points. What am I? I'm not going to knock a kid who scores 21 points. That's amazing. That's great basketball. Dude, so, yeah, we, it's funny. Right before you came on, I was professing my love to Joel and Rob was right yeah. there with me. I think he's my favorite player. I, I, I owe him an apology. Like, I didn't tell him to it. I didn't text him and say, Joel, you suck at basketball. But in my head, I was thinking, like, why are you not as great as I remember you being? And then I just, I realized during the course of the game, like, oh, you are, you just aren't as flashy. It's hard because Jalen Suggs is flashy. Uh, Drew Timmy is doing all the up and unders and everything kind of cool. And Joel's just getting great backdoor cut buckets and, and doing all the little things, getting steals. He's Dude, in he's, every play. Yeah, he's in every play. Every single play, whether he's making it like an assist or a rebound, he's in absolutely every single play of the game. If you don't watch it, you're like, where is Joel? And then all yeah. of a sudden, you're like, hold on. How many rebounds? How many right. points? And then you're just, Rob, yeah. how well does he run the court? Oh, my gosh. How well does he run but the it, court? But the thing is, it's so, it's so weird because it's like you don't even pay attention at all. Yeah, and, you and then you're like, wait. Oh, Joel got another layup. Oh, I don't know. I feel like he just doesn't get enough credit. Yep, I, credit. I agree. And I was one of the people, Rob, who didn't give him credit, and I was wrong. Very wrong. He's a slippery guy. Yeah. He's, he's quite know. slippery. Oh, uh, if anyone knows slippery, it's Jack. Anyway. Oh, boy. Uh, okay, also, uh, Corey Kispert's awesome. Uh, let's just – I want to say that real quick. I just want to say, Corey Kispert's awesome. Now ask your question, Jack. All right, well, you – I was going to save this for the end, Slim. But, Rob, I, I have to ask him right now. Our previous guest, Matt Bolden, he, oh. said, he's, he said it once. He said it twice. He's convinced he beats Corey Kisper one-on-one. And, Rob, according yeah. to him, he doesn't even think it's close. Yeah, he, no, I didn't get that vibe, but I definitely felt like he, he felt like he was better. Okay. And we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm going to hype this up. Okay. I, I'm all in on this discussion. I've played this out in my head. Like I've played the entire game out. Like I'm on the sideline at Hoop Fest. Here's the thing. Who's, Corey has bounced though. Corey has bounced. Absolutely. Congratulations. Here, and here's the hard part with these kind of things, boys. Because as soon as you pick one of the two, all that people hear is the other player. You hate the other player. No, we are comparing two very good basketball players. Here's the, the, the way this game goes though is congratulations. Corey probably gets some dunks. Corey probably gets some cool plays at the rim. But what are we playing to? 21, 15, 21, threes and twos, or twos and twos and ones? Ones and twos. Oh, then it's a blowout. Because Matt's only gonna Matt's gonna hit the maximum number of threes. No. Right? It's just gonna be brat, brat, no, brat, 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 No, brat, Matt brat. will hit you with this jab step that he has. I don't know and, if in that no, game though he does. Dude, Matt has this one little jab step that people he's under it because he does he's so big. Matt was a big player when he played. <laughs> So he doesn't seem as quick and deceptive. And he's so deceptively quick with this first step that like he would always blow by the first guy and then use his body to shield him off and then always finish at the rim. Like that was his go-to. He'd give you this quick, quick jab step, boom, and then go. And then he would like body the guy and then finish every single time. And that's where Matt has the upper hand. I don't body think body and Corey is going to be tough though. Body really? Corey's big, dude. Corey's Bolden's big. Well, Bolden's a walking muscle. He's zero percent body fat. He posts once every now and then on Instagram, and makes me want to delete every picture I've ever had of myself on Instagram. Like, Corey, what do you mean now? Muscle. What do you mean now and then? He does that every day. 
I had to I have to block him except for like one day a week just to try to keep myself a little have a little self-confidence in myself. Yeah. Uh, but I think Matt, I, gosh, it's so hard because Corey's so good at basketball, but Matt wins that. And the last shot is Matt Bolden with his cell phone in his left hand, filming himself with oh. the right hand, one-hander, three-pointer, and that's how that game ends. But Matt wins that one. I don't know, though. Corey, though, I, I give – it'll be it, – it's a good, tough matchup. I want to see that matchup. Rob, how much better did age make, make you a basketball? 100%. It, it, it changes the game it completely does. because then you're like – I don't need to work this hard to get this shot off. Like, I just need to, like, you understand different angles and different ways to score without, like, using much effort, you know? You're yeah. just you're just more seasoned, that's all. Even in one-on-one, though? Yes, even way more in one-on-one. Oh, one because, more in one-on-one, okay. Yeah, one, like, you're just, you're just, you just have these ideas because you know, the, like, they're all hyped up. There's just little tricks that you're like, okay, settle down. Like, it, it's just easier. Wait, uh, you know all the little go-to ba- buckets, and you can feel their energy trying to guard you, and you're like, settle down. <laughs> Jack, <laughs> let me ask you this though, because we say Matt Bolden's probably going to win. Matt, okay, Matt Bolden's going to win this one-on-one, but for the current Zags, Corey Kispert, who we just had losing to Matt Bolden, is he? Because for me, he would be. Is he for you guys? The guy who needs the ball in his hands in an end-of-game situation this year. Okay, yeah. So this is the old – and generally with teams, it's clear who your who your guy is at the end of the game, right? If you need – if you're tied down one, down two, whatever. Yeah, like, Bobby, who is your guy on your team? Who is your guy? Who is the guy on that Zags team? Steve. Steve. Yeah, well, if you wanted – no, you wanted to get Steve an open shot. Like, that was your thing. Like, just get Steve – off some kind of down screen, and then he, he can get it a wide open shot. You know it's a bucket right then and there, right? Um, but if you needed someone to create for a bucket, I would definitely say Matt was your guy to create for somebody to get a bucket. Okay, you know? so yeah. this year's? Joel's creating. You, you want – the ball to go through Joel? I or? do. I would. I will. Yeah, so, see, okay. No, no, no. Slim, Slim, I, I see your reaction, and Slim, Slim doesn't like Rob's answer. No. But I'm kind of with Rob, and like, I I just trust the offense normal. I just don't think we change anything. And the no. offense normal is like everybody touches it for two seconds, and then boom, so seven seconds later, we score. Great so call. I don't, like, we, we're not like a clear out ISO team. Like, no. We did no. so many times with Pargo, and. <laughs> <laughs> Number one's pretty good. ISO. Number you like, one. You like Jalen? Do I like Jalen? Okay, okay, okay. In that, yeah. in that scenario, uh, to create because he drops dimes. That dude passes the ball. I think. So I think well. there's so many guys. Well, if you want a bucket, you're going to Drew. Okay. Yeah. Timmy, you yeah. Know? I don't like, hate that. You know, there's so many different options. Like Jack was saying, like it all depends on what you're looking for. If you're looking for a three, I'm getting Corey to come off a down screen somewhere, or I'm, I'm trying to make an option for Corey to have a three, a wide open three. Yeah. I want Corey to take that three. But I'll, I'll be honest with Joel. I want him off ball. I don't want him with the ball. I feel like off ball, he moves so well. He does. Like, I, I don't know with the ball is great. Obviously he's great with the ball, but off, without the ball on his ears, he is so deadly. 
So I don't know. That, I, I'm with you, though, Jack. That maybe you may have the right answer. You just let the offense go because this team is so good. Yeah, I think if you have one set that you really fall in love with or have fallen in love with in that particular game, then you, you go with that with maybe one little variation. But you don't do what most teams would do, and that's clear out, this guy's got the ball. We, win or, we, we, we do or die with this guy. And, I mean, that, I think that's the sign of, like, an embarrassment of riches, right? Yeah. No, you like, can't. That's just not a – and it's – it's not a way where I feel like you can win at the end of the day. It's not, if you're just clearing out here, play one-on-one that, that people find ways to stop that real quick and they make other people have to score. Right. Speaking. I mean, yes. Slim to your point of moving well without the ball, your, your lovely wife, Anna is not a Kentucky alum, but she's a, she's a big blue nation faithful. Did you watch that game? Kansas. Kentucky? Uh, we we did not watch the game. Uh, we did not watch the game live, but I did watch okay. it later. It make, was not a lot of talk about it. If you are, let me tell you this: if you're a diehard Gonzaga fan and you don't watch a ton of college basketball outside of Gonzaga, I don't blame you. But do it once, and you will appreciate just how fun our offense is to watch. Because hmm. good oh. lord, oh that was those. If, oh. if, you, if they don't, so many, so often there's. If you're on the weak side of the ball, there's no no one's moving. And they're just they're just watching. It's oh. it's it's infuriating to watch. And I get maybe this is just me just getting older, because when I was younger, it probably didn't bother me too much. But these offenses, and maybe it's just early, and they're all 18, 19 years old. But the offenses are uh, me after I go on like a solid no red meat diet, constipated. <laughs> well, no, it's also the style of where we're at in basketball in general, like. If you watch basketball, there are it's becoming more and more uh, positionless. So there, with that being said, like everything is all spaced out and one like it's like the I hate to say it, but the NBA now is translating into like college basketball, especially with these one and done guys. So they're watching these NBA, and it's looking like okay, I can be James Harden or uh, Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook, I get those. And um, just go one-on-one or just get a pick and roll. And, and it's, it gets boring to watch because there's no actual play being ran. It's just one-on-one. And it's like, that's why I'm kind of getting, I feel I'm biased against it, but I'm just, it's hard for me to watch the NBA now because it's, you don't, that's all you watch is just one-on-one game. And it's, there's no plays at all. What NBA are you watching? I don't want to get into an NBA discussion with you right now, but you are not. You don't be that old man who thinks the NBA is this one-on-one isolation because it's well, not. That just means you're not watching enough NBA. No, the, the teams that win, the teams that win move the ball. You like, I love watching the Warriors when they were winning. Yeah, they were great. That ball was moving around the court. It was. It was. There was no one-on-one. Clay's coming off down screens, all that type of stuff. But then when you watch like the Rockets. It is the worst basketball. And then that translates to college. You know, if you look at like Kentucky, all those guys are like, I'm out of here after this year. So what do you like? That's what they, that's what they're yours. I got to get mine. But here's the deal. That's why I love what Fuey's doing this year, because we got guys who are, we've got guys who are going to leave and he's got them to buy into team basketball. 100%. That's, That's crazy impressive. No, I agree with you. Like he's got this down to a, a, 
science where it's like, okay, you're coming in, but you're got to be a part of this team and you're going to get your shots. And the way our offense is, we're a high tempo. So we're going to get a lot of shots up. Just, just buy in and you're going to get yours. Trust me. But the one-on-one is just, it's, trash basket it's just ass well yeah yeah it's 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 clear that Jalen's the perfect superstar for us to have on this team because he's a pass first guy and like that's his game everyone is loving him and rightfully so for the way he gets out and going in transition it's one dribble head up balls going yep and changes the entire vibe on the court too even if he doesn't score even if he doesn't make the play the whole court knows he's on the court and that's that's a different feeling we, I don't know that Gonzaga has had that a ton where a guy has both of his feet or even one good foot and one bad foot on the court and everyone knows it. It's weird. Yeah. You got to keep one eye on him, but you got to sag because you know he's looking at four other players. It's, it's, it's yeah. a phenomenal problem to have. Let's play. Oh, before I get into this, before I get into uh, guest the lines okay. with two Ooh. noted gamblers, Slim and Rob. Generally, at this point, Rob, you guys are having uh, guys into the studio to do ten minutes at a time on uh, on the morning show. Yeah, yeah. Has has that happened at all? Have you had any interaction with Jalen? No, not yet. Um, How much does that stink? Because we're not in studio. We're not on broadcast from home. We we can't have anyone in the studio. We have so many rules in the building. This is going to be our first year in twenty years that we the- haven't had a player in the studio. Jay's losing his mind. Oh, he's losing his mind. Going, <laughs> it stinks because it's fun. It's fun to build the relationships with guys and have them in and get to know. I, I, you know, we get ripped so hard because people are like, "Why aren't you talking basketball with them? Ask him about." Because that sucks. Because that yeah, sucks, terrible. everybody. Yeah, yeah. I mean, terrible. I watch that. I want to hear about like what he did over the weekend and like what makes dudes tick. I like that kind of stuff. And not having that this year is it. It stinks because I want to fall in love with these guys on that level outside of just. You know, X's and O's, which which are easy to fall in love with good players for. What game are you filling in for Kevin James in the uh, the Pope Mobile Center Court bubble as, as, as public address announcer for an empty gym? I don't know, but I'm I'm hoping I get one. I, I'm hoping I get one because he was telling he was telling us you, you already have one. You yeah, have one. okay okay good. I'm excited. You, wait, I don't how, know what game how, it is. We know this and you don't know it. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm because I, I don't know what game it is, but I'm excited for it because I'm excited to see I'm excited to see this team, this team live. Dude, they I think it's fast live. They've got to they're fast on TV, so think how fast they are live. Yeah. I want to say it's Southern. What are you nervous? Okay. Yeah, oh, That's nervous. The Saturday oh, game. Are you kidding me? Because here's the deal. Coach Few always gives me a hard time when I'm doing the games in like a fun way. You know what I'm saying? And so the fact that I know he, he's going to hear every single word out of my mouth oh. makes me like, cause I think he's so cool. I look up to coach few and it makes me so nervous to make a mistake in that game, knowing he can hear every word. So yeah, I'm terrified. I'm going to need when you're up close and personal, what do you think? I, give me a breakdown of what's more to find the buys or the tries on coach few when yeah. you're, it's a, no, it's, it's not. Well, I mean, okay. But it's the chest, two, the chest, the chest, Mark Pugh's chest. It, that's what it is because he's got the button up shirt. And we all know what a button up shirt looks like on guys like us, Jack. And it, so when you see a guy who it really fits well, you're like, gosh, dang. I got it. Uh, go ahead, Rob. Oh no, dude. Coach Few is going to and Here's the thing. The crowd's not going to be able to cancel out the noise. There's no cancel noise. So everyone's going to be able to hear every detail. Sean. Yeah, I so, know. 
so Lenny, it, don't you know I hope I hope you have I, you know what I'm gonna be an ass I but, hope I hope you get like some crazy Eastern European name just oh, you start studying Southern now yeah because I've got our I've got our dudes down right I've got our foreign the foreign names that are tough for me to say I've got them down are so, you okay but I, I think we've talked about this you don't you're smart in that you don't try to be Kevin James. You take no. a little of what Kevin James does and you give it your own slim no, flair. Yeah, absolutely. Kind so of like how do you say Harv Clark? Because he came in after Harv Clark and he kind of took what Harv did and turned it into Kevin. You have okay. to do it that way. You can't just copy. You cannot be a copycat. So Kevin is obviously famous for your Gonzaga Bulldog. Oh my. Okay. That's my audition. That's my audition. For when I'm filling in, I do that because you want it to stay that kind of part to stay. It's such an epic part of the game. You want it to stay consistent for the season. You don't want to be noticed at that point. Yeah. Good or bad. You don't want to be noticed. Some other stuff I do differently than him and, and, and stuff like that. But he, he has set the bar with that. I want to keep that consistent for the season because here's the deal. If I don't do it and they lose, Guess what, Coach Few is going to say? Yeah, what's the difference? Yeah, all yeah. Right. We got to do the intro right, and now we lost. <laughs> it's like, God dang it, Coach! Are you nervous that your uh, first impression with Jalen, you're going to look like a doofus, and then he's yes. going to hate you forever? Yes, terrible. <laughs> terrible. No, no, you ran around in red tights when I first met you. Yeah, well, I knew who I, I knew my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny because during the summer we had Slim on, or no, maybe I'm betraying a little bit of confidence, Slim, because maybe you told me this off air. And I was like, hey, have you met this guy? Have you met that guy? And you were like, yeah, Jack, well, when you were in school, the age difference wasn't that crazy. Now I'm legit 20 years older than these guys. And so weird for me to like ask Jalen if he wants to hang out. Yeah, you can't, you can't like back in the day I could ask, hey, you guys want to play video games? Yeah. Like that was, that was normal. It was like, I'd love to play games. But now I'm like, I get it. We could both be online on our couches playing games, but I feel weird playing against a kid in their early 20s, late teens as an, you know, nearing 40 year old. You can't do that. So it, it is a different relationship that is built with the players now. Oh, bummer. That's yeah, a bummer. No, I feel you on that though. I don't, it's not like I want to, like, you don't want to hang out with 20 no. year olds. It's let just, me, but let me ask you this, Rob. Okay. Good point, Rob. But, if Jalen invited you to DeSmet to play video games, how quickly are you there, Slim? I'll see you tomorrow. See you the next moment. I'll be there in five minutes. If you need to pick up a Little Caesars pizza on the way, what's the deal? I'm there. Have you ever been in DeSmet? Uh, one time. Okay. One to time. hang out with who? Uh, it was, we were, we were, it was a long time ago. It might, it was before you guys. Oh. I believe. Um, no, it was around when, it was when you guys, it was you, it was you guys. It was when DeSmet. Because when did DeSmet turn into DeSmet? It's always been, it's always been DeSmet. And it might have been before you guys, because it might have been Adam's year. Okay. Yeah. And I was dating a girl who went to GU. And so we were going around, walking around to to get togethers. Uh, you know, just like game yeah. nights, board game nights. Wait, so you weren't there There's in a, a professional you weren't there in a professional capacity. No, not there in a, no, it was pre-radio days. It was dating a girl at Gonzaga, walking around looking for just a nice, you know, cool. Hang, play some Yahtzee, enjoy some coffee. Eat some ice cream. We ran into Dismet where they were doing those things and we enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great uh, ice cream socials in Dismet. Absolutely. All right, let's get into it, folks. Baylor 
Well, again, if you're listening to this, it's 1046 on a Friday. If you're listening to it on Sunday afternoon, sorry. What's the future like? I hope it's bright and beautiful. Let's play guess the spread. I love this game, Jack. Let's play guess the spread. I have it according to VegasInsider.com. Oh, here we go. Rob, so the Zags have not. They're the number one team in the nation. We are averaging 93 points per game. Baylor, believe it or not, also averaging 93 points per game. Both teams 3-0. and Who is favored and by how much? Who goes first? I'll go. Okay. I go Zags up. <sighs> Zags up four. Okay. That would be their closest spread of the year so far because I think eight and a half was the closest previously against Auburn. Uh, no, it was four and a half Kansas. Not that I gamble. Oh, okay. Yes. No, you're right. Jack, I'm sorry. It was four and a yeah. half Kansas. Yes, it was. <laughs> and then 18 Auburn. Sorry, Auburn. Okay, Jack. I think the Jalen Suggs thing, because what do we know right now? What do we know? I, I keep waiting for a Jim Meehan bomb. What are you doing, Jim? He had to wake – Jalen Suggs had to wake up on Thursday morning and not be able to move his ankle. Right, that's, what, that's what my buddies and I were talking about. Yeah, I think it's one thing to get – and again, I'll defer to the world-class athlete on the podcast right now, Slim. <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there, Rob? Anyway, yeah, I mean, anyone who's ever played any sport knows once you get going and moving, like, you can play on a lot of injuries. It's just the next day that you're wrecked for forever. So I'm, yeah, I think you're right, Slim. So probably I'm, not moving. If I bet on sports, if I bet ever on sports every day, all the time, 24 7, every moment, I would bet Gonzaga. <laughs> I'm going to bet Gonzaga no matter what on Saturday. Okay. I'm okay. It no matter what. All right. No I, one's, no one's questioning I, your fanhood. No, no, no one, but, I, but I think I'm going to get a good deal on it because I think they're going to have Baylor favored by one. And I think it's going to be a Jalen Suggs favored. I think Baylor looked pretty good on Wednesday night. So I'm going Baylor by one that they're going to have the second ready team as the favorite. Okay. Uh, according to VegasInsider.com, Rob wins this one. It's Zags by three and a half. Okay. Thank goodness they gave Zags the, the made him the favorite. I, yeah. I Ty goes, Ty goes to the one team in the nation. Yeah. Be- yeah. Because here's the deal. If Jalen Suggs was injured and that was out there, Baylor would be the favorite. I, Baylor would be the favorite by like four, I think. Yeah, and I would, it, it and would I would hammer the money line. Oh, totally. Without a doubt. Uh, okay, Zach's three and a half. They, they will have I know Drew Timmy. I know Drew Timmy's hurting too, though. Having to guard those bigs from West Virginia, I know for a fact he's in pain because those guys were physical. Let me tell you something. Him and, and Anton, him and Anton got beat up pretty big. Derek Culver had 18 and 15. Yeah. Way above his averages for the season. Like Derek Coleman beat up Culver, excuse me. Yeah. Derek Coleman was the deaf fullback for the Seahawks. And Derek, he, Col- he, Derek Coleman was the, <laughs> he, he was the Derek Culver. You know what's funny? 98% of the people listening to this wouldn't have even like batted an eye at that. They would have been like, <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. that was probably his name. Bad away. <laughs> but and, and so that going I, what I what I say about that is now he's going to play just another physical. Those two guys are going to play another physical big, two physical bigs. They got that veal guy or whatever who's like, looks like he's 300 pounds. Yeah, he's a big boy. He's a big boy. And they got the other guy, not going to try to pronounce his name. And uh, we're going to call him Chi Chi. Yeah. I think that is what it is. I just go Jonathan. Because isn't that his first name? (laughs) I don't know. His last name is hyphenated and and long, and it starts with T H C. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, 
<laughs> so, TCH, uh, excuse me, TCH. TCH thank you. Uh, um, but, you know, I think they got their hands full on inside as well. Those guys are they're a rebounding machine. So it's going to be an interesting game for this Baylor for sure. Okay, boys. But Gonzaga's better. Gonzaga's better. Gonzaga's better. I don't know. Gonzaga's better. better. And, and I, it's not – I don't even think it's like, oh, Gonzaga's barely better. Some guy was posting – I got into a big fight on Twitter because I love to about Gonzaga. Some guy was like, West Virginia played a better game. And I thought, what basketball game would you watch? Like, what do you mean they played a better game? They didn't play a better game. Gonzaga was way better than West Virginia. I'm sorry. Like the amount of looks that Gonzaga was getting, some of them didn't go at the, for, at the beginning, but it was like, we're schooling you. We're not scoring, but we're schooling you. Like you can't guard us. Exactly. Like, it was when, all game long. When Gonzaga wasn't scoring, West Virginia needed to be up like 15 or 16 if they had yeah. a shot and they just yeah. could never, they could never get it past nine. And we just uh, outlasted them over under Gonzaga Baylor. Again, both teams. Ooh. Averaging in the 90s. We, we've been right around 155 every game. Correct. Been right around there. I, I say they bump it up. I go 160. 160.5. Okay. Rob? 161. Yeah, Price is right. And there Rob nailed it. What is it? 163.5. That's an impossible number to bet. I'm going to let you know that's trap. I, 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 I mean, I won't. I didn't bet. I was too afraid to bet the over. I mean, oh, yeah, no, betonline.ag. I went on to betonline.ag, and I was – I almost pulled the trigger, but I didn't. They covered against West Virginia. It, it, was a, it was a wild one, but they covered in like the last two, three minutes. Uh, but, yeah, 163.5. There's probably going to be a lot of unders. I need Rob to put something to rest for me then because I, I, I love – I want to bet the over because I want to say we score a lot. And maybe, Rob, you can help me with this. I, the reason I wouldn't bet the over is because the game is early. And I know it's not super, super early in Indianapolis. It's like, what, 1 o'clock in Indianapolis? Or it's still like, an early game. But it's still early. Is it – and put put it to bed right now. I, in my head, go, well, it's early. These guys can't play early. They would rather play at nighttime. Is that a thing at all? No, early games suck. Okay. No, it's <laughs> like it's a thing. No, early games are not fun to play. Just – I remember we played Wake Forest, and I want to say it was like – I want to say it was like at 11 or something. Over there. Yeah, it was something real early, like 11 or 10. Dude, your body is not ready for anything. Not ready to be hit. I remember, I vividly remember that game because I threw the ball to Coach Few on the sideline. Yes, I did. Did he catch it? We just looked at each other, and I just walked down to the other end. (laughs) (laughs) We won. That's all that matters. As I recall, you played Steph Curry kind of early. Wasn't it? No, that was in the afternoon. That was in the afternoon. That was in the afternoon. But I definitely – After that time, the day went real slow. So I think that's why I thought it was early. Real slow. I just – I didn't know if early things was just in my head or not because as an adult, I have a hard time, you know – moving my body early, but these are peak physical athletes. So I thought maybe that was just a, a myth that I had made up in my brain. No, because you got to think about it. Like you're having that shoot around during that time, usually. Uh, so like, let's say if it's, let's say if it's a 10 o'clock or 10 o'clock game over here, uh, you're just kind of, your body's just starting to get warm. You're, you're, you're getting that whole shoot around kind of out of your system, but you don't have a shoot around that morning. So what do you do? 
you know? I don't know. It's just a different vibe, man. It's a real, it's a weird vibe. And the morning, afternoon games are a completely different vibe. I think, yeah, and I, th- I think the only way to fight through is to bring your own energy, right? Which is what Baylor did. So Baylor's right. going to bring the energy. They did it against Illinois. Uh, we need to get the bench fired up. Yes. We need a Rem Bacchimus in a big way. Big yeah. time. Big time. Tomorrow. How weird is it that that's the thing this, this year the team is missing? The, the, like, the, goof, the goofy <laughs> yeah. white walk-ons? Yeah. It's like, oh, we don't have that guy who brings energy. Yeah, you know why we don't? We have 50,000 guys who are going to play in the NBA. Mm-hmm. That's why. Mm-hmm. Because everyone mm-hmm. is just really stinking good at basketball. What are you going to yeah. do? Uh, one guy who's really good at basketball who was talking about how good of a coach we have in Spokane uh, is a guy by the name of LeBron James. Sean Widmer. I, did you see this tweet, Rob? No. Oh. So some guy... Some guy, do you have the tweet handy? Uh, slim hat or something like that. I forget. Let me, uh, I can find it here. Why don't you find it while I, while I vamp? So yeah, Slim, I've got, I've got it right here. Slim sent me a screenshot. It's now, I don't know. Uh, it was in the spokesman late last night. Meehan wrote an article about it. Go ahead and go ahead and read slim. Boy. Uh, okay. This is from cuffs. Uh, Rob, I'm sure you follow him on Twitter. Cuffs, the legend. <laughs> he said, Gonzaga gonna win it all. Okay. He said, just, that. yep. Just some benign so tweet. Uh, the response was from a guy at King James. Oh, that's LeBron James. He said, they tough. Love the way they play. Amazing pace on makes or misses, ball movement, some dogs and guys that just know how to play the game. And of course, they be on well coached. He's the truth. The shiznit. I mean, that's a shout out to the boys and a shout out to Coach Few, which is awesome. That'd be great if he was like, keep dialing up those push-ups, Coach Few. And- and how old is how old is LeBron James that he's saying shiznit? Like I love that we are in old LeBron James time where he's accepting that he's a dad and he's older and he's using things like shiznit. I love LeBron. Do you see that, Rob? It's pretty wild. No, I didn't. I didn't see wild. that. I didn't. I didn't see that. Just... So, Rob, if you were a co- don't be big time right now. I know you played in the NBA. You played with Kobe. I get it. You're a big time. But if you were a college kid and LeBron James tweeted about your team no i'm not discredited we had kobe like our teams right so like or is that more of nigel's teams like after you uh kobe no 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 no. kobe kobe like went because roni was there and roni when we were playing yeah yeah kobe went to go watch adam play mind you yeah oh that's right i okay you're right about that yeah no it's yeah Yeah. um but i i don't know it's just it's cool, Rob. That is cool. I know you. I'm happy for. I'm. I'm happy for those guys. It's just I, he's I, jaded. I, Rob's jaded. I get dude, it. I'd be jaded too. But also, if you're a recruit, that's cool. Like it is you're cool. Recruiting, you it, say, oh, by the way. Oh, and by the way, LeBron tweets about us. Okay, sp- that's cool. Speaking of recruits and how it would be cool. No, don't even do this. Bronny to the Zags. Yeah, Bronny, Bronny to the Zags. Zags. Bronny. To I the could Zags. do that now. That makes sense to me. Now we're talking. How ridiculous, Bronny. Bronny into Smet. LeBron moving Bronny into the Smet. Bronny to the Zags. Okay, this is the stupid <laughs> thing, right? Ten years ago, you make Bronny to the Zags, and it's this, like a funny joke. Where it would go, blow up the boards. No, people would take it very seriously. Right. Yeah, Bronny no, to the Zags in 2020 is like real option. That's like an actual option. So, Sean, any it, recruit is now an option. Like, there's not a there's not a player you go. Well, they you're right. Come to Gonzaga. You're 100 percent right about player that. Player would come to Gonzaga. It's not outrageous to think Bronny to the Zags. I don't it's think so he weird. would go to Spokane because no, that's he's the world we live in, Jack. This yeah, is the world we yeah. live in now. Yeah, 
Yeah. And 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 here, do, I don't know if you guys know this. Bronny's dad can get him on airplanes at any time he wants. So <laughs> Bronny doesn't necessarily want to be in the cold all the time. Bronny doesn't have to. How sweet would it be to be to live next door to Bronny? You're some kid that went to like Bellarmine. And you're just, <laughs> you know, Stop. you're just like, Wait, what are we doing? You go about? home, you go home over Christmas break, like, oh, how do you like Gonzaga? Pretty good. Um, I best friends with Bronny James. Is we Dad's live weekend, on the second floor. Yeah. Is Dad's yeah. weekend the best weekend in the history of Gonzaga? <laughs> if Bronny James is the Zach? I I don't even know what what are we talking about. LeBron and yeah. Jr. <laughs> I show only, up. I only have one more question for Slim before we uh, inch towards the door here. Slim, Jr. You is walking through Safeway. You you mentioned that you uh, played uh, Corey versus Matt over and over again in your ha- in your head. Again, that's Corey Kispert versus Matt Bolden, one-on-one. That wins. It, in your mind, whose shirts and whose skins? That's the dumbest question anyone's ever asked of all time. Because Matt is just Both wearing skins. leggings. Matt's just wearing leggings. Just compression le- shorts. <laughs> okay. It's, it's, that, that battle is actually shorts versus compression shorts. And Maddie B is just in compression shorts, and and you know Corey has the rolled up shorts. So because they both have to show off quads, dude, that battle would be awesome. I, I know you guys bring it up as just kind of a fun thing, but I no, I want to see this game. I'm going to uh, get this game to happen. I I have one I have to ask, and Rob, I want you to be very honest with me right now. And you're in great shape. You versus Drew right now. A bus. Who wins? Ass. No, you won't. Yes, you absolutely will. will not, dude. I swear, Robert, I'm not. I'm not gonna have this conversation, anymore. Robert. But not you don't right win here. that game. But I. No, we will but, because I will be. I will. I will beat the shit out of him before. No, he, you won't. I, <laughs> threes on you. You're not gonna go out. And no, hold. I, I guarded guys who. I guarded. I guarded guys who could shoot out there. What does that mean? I, I love Drew. Drew's awesome, but I will physically beat the hell out of him. Before he could get to Jack Ferris, who wins that battle? QV2, Matt and Rob versus Corey and Drew. Done. Done. Matt Matt and Rob win that. You think so? He he has Matt. (laughs) (laughs) No, I will give Rob credit. Rob's mean. Rob's got Rob would Rob will bully. He's got the old man thing bully. going on. I, the that's the difference thing. Yeah, I, I will. I will physically beat the shit out of you. But you're also going to fall for at least three up and unders. No, no, you're talking to a defensive player of the year, baby. I'm not going to just let that thing go. Come on now, don't disrespect me like this. I mean, I will. Like- I, I will let you know. I love Drew, and I yeah. think he is as crafty as it. Now he might be a. His lungs are better than mine. I can give that's you. Right. That's all right. That's right. You can but, slow it down a little bit. Oh, I'm taking it to the half court, and I'm just going to give you my shoulder into your sternum, and I'm going to just – we're going to shut that shit down real quick. Okay. All right. I, I was wondering – I will play that man phys- – that old man physical game. That's all it will be. That's all that it's going to be. That's how I've played my whole career, and I will – that's what I will do. All right. Uh, in 10 words or less, Slim – Final score prediction and your leading score. By the way, can I give myself a shout out? You're at have you're you, at have, you're at eight words. Kidding. Yes, you, of course. Have you seen my final score predictions this year? Are they right on? Well, one of them missed by one point, Jack. Oh. I missed I missed I think the Kansas score by one. I've been pretty solid. So I'm gonna crystal ball it real quick. In my head, this may change on Saturday morning when I kind of get my, my feelers out. I'm gonna say Gonzaga wins eighty eight to eighty three. Who's oh. the leading scorer? Boy, I you know I I, I want to say Corey, 
I, I'm going to say Corey. Okay. I'm going to say it's Corey. Say Corey even though he's been bad-mouthing Corey all, all yeah. morning long. No, I, I go Drew, though. I go I Drew, man. Corey. This is the thing, right? You say one thing about how great Matt Bolden is at basketball, and now you hate Corey Kispert. That is, you're right. Corey, it's, it's binary. It's one or the yeah. other. How about this? Here's what it's going to be. Corey Kispert will be the leading scorer with 25 points, but Joel Ayai will have 31. <laughs> right? And we're all going to go, wait, what? Like everyone's going, Corey, what a great game. Awesome game. Corey, leading scorer. And Joel's going to say, I had 31 and 8. I know that is that is so true though but Joel is gonna have he's gonna be in his 20s I feel he'll have 20 and I feel I feel like Drew's gonna have a crazy game I really do okay yeah because Baylor's got those two guards those two all-world guards uh you you got to think they cancel out maybe Jalen and Corey a little bit which frees up a Yayi to do a Yayi things has Rob coached up on the podcast yet Anton listen I need I need I need Anton to look at the basket. Let me tell you something. I need him to look to score. Okay, I, I know need he to doesn't. know what it is. I need to know what it is because I don't I watch it and I, I go, gosh dang it, I love Anton. I want him to be great as a Spokane guy and just as a Zag fan. He I needs, don't know what it is though. It, 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 it he needs to be aggressive. And I think he's trying to find his role. Yeah, it's and, attitude, attitude and confidence. Yeah. My, okay. as well, a as a NARP. He has on his team. Something that I love the most. I think it's my favorite part of Drew Timmy's game. When he catches the ball, the second he catches it, he's into what he's going to do. Right. He doesn't hesitate at all. It's so impressive for a young kid. He catches it and it's a move. It's a move. The hard work early. He catches it. It's like, whoa. Anton catches it and squares up. Right. And now let's look around. And that's Need normal, be- I think, for a, a kid like that age. But Tr- Timmy's a different breed. So I wish he could take a page out of that. The body I mean, language on Anton yes. has been tough to watch. The body Thank language. Is- Thank you. Thank you. That's all I'm going to say on that. I just need him to have – he has the confidence. He has the swag. He had it in high school. He just needs to translate that now. And uh, he just needs to look to score. or look. And I know in his – throughout the all, he doesn't need to force anything, but he needs to look for his own bucket here and there. That's what And because I, I want your podcast last four hours – uh, how do you coach up Omar? Jack, don't uh, laugh. I want to know. No, 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 no. I never no. talked to Rob Hoops, and I want to talk hoops. How do you coach up Omar? <laughs> it's, it's Slim, 20 minutes ago, you were like, I'm not the kind of guy that likes to talk X's and O's with yeah, players. Yeah, yeah, I like with the players. No, with the players. I don't like talking it with Omar. I like talking about that stuff with professionals. Okay. Omar? I, I, by the way. He just needs to run, man. He needs to take I, – I hated running up and down, but it was one of those things I knew if I ran and outbeat my guy, I could get positioned down the floor and uh, I could get an easy bucket or a foul drawn on me, one or the other. And I think he just needs to realize that and um, take pride in, in being a defensive uh, presence right now he doesn't need to score he does we don't need like that's the thing with Antoine and him we don't need them to score we need them to be a presence inside be physical and uh just just be a big body as of right now we can all the other shit will come throughout the process of them being at Gonzaga like they're gonna learn how to score but they just need to just be physical and uh, just that paint is his and dominant. Okay. Jack, let me give you the question you care about because it's what you and I both care about. Okay, if you is don't it, want to talk Omar X's and O's. It's how long have you been using just for men? Because I'm looking at my own chin hair and I see some grays. And no, mine's so white. Look at this. 
Like okay, okay, okay. I was going to say you're mine's a father. So no, mine's so guys in there. Yeah. Okay, Jack, let's talk about the real things that you and I like to talk about since you don't want to talk basketball and I don't either. You log on Instagram and you post a picture on Instagram. Okay? You post a picture. And it's out there and it's like you in a Zag shirt and it says go Zags. Hashtag go Zags. In order, the three players that would make you the most excited to yeah. like that picture. Yeah. Three, two, one. But like, like if I post a picture and Maddie B, who we talked about, likes it, I feel like I won Instagram for the day, you know, because okay. they're former yeah. Zags. Yeah. Who are the three players right now on the current team? Oh, the current team. Okay. Current team. Because my number one all time is Kevin Pangos. And oh, I've never okay. met him and I don't want to meet him because you're not supposed to meet your heroes. When Pangos like like Pangos will like a picture and it's a moment. It's yeah. a moment. He he's, goes, he's the all-time number one for me. Don't, don't laugh at us, Rob. And I know he's liking my pictures only because we are, our daughters are the same age and same name. So he cool. might be confused and think that it's his Olivia. Uh, okay. Three players that this I year. this you year. You want to see their name pop up right. on your screen. It's like blank, love your picture. Get out of here, Rob. You don't understand this stuff because you're too cool. Um, we're talking, I'm talking about some grown man, Jersey yes. chasers yes. over yep. here. Bingo. That's, that's yes, you are. What do you, yes. why this? Yep. Bingo. Who do, like <laughs> who, do you, Rob, who do you think listens to this podcast? You're Rob, when you like every... one of my tweets, you like one of my tweets every now and then and I get excited. I screenshot it. Every Rob, grown, grown men, Jersey chasers are the reason we get paid to do this. My Dude, I've <laughs> seen them firsthand. I've seen grown men cry after seeing You're another man. Two of them on the screen right now, buddy. <laughs> okay. But excellent question, Slim. I'm going to give you a serious answer. I think you got to have Jalen on there in no particular order. Or okay, no want, particular order. I would love it in particular order. All right, I'll give you a particular order. I'll go, I'll go Ayayi. Okay. Jalen. Timmy. Oh, oh. Timmy would be your number one like. Because if Timmy oh likes it, then if Timmy likes it, then I feel like Timmy's aware of all of my fun comparisons I do for him. And if he likes it, that means he likes my comparisons. And I have validation for my entire life and career. Okay. <laughs> I love that. That's great. That's a great answer. How about you? So I've been trying, uh, Tim, to, get I've been trying would, to end this for 15 minutes. Timmy would be my number three. <laughs> well, it's a great podcast. Timmy would be number three. Corey would be number two. Yeah, see, Corey's probably four or five for me, but yeah. But if Jalen sucks, yeah, Jalen never liked there. one of my pictures. Like my our buddy Brandon posted a great Twitter post he thought might get Jalen. It was like a picture of Jalen holding his ankle, and then a picture of him playing later. And it said the first picture said oh, somebody call an ambulance, and it was the picture of him holding his ankle. And then the next picture said, "But it's not for me." And it was them beating. Oh, and it was them beating West Virginia. Oh, it was a he great post. He didn't get and a like. He got a, he got a ton him? of love. Jalen didn't like it, but we thought if Jalen likes it, you got to retire. Hey, Powerpuff <laughs> Girls, okay? Uh, let's... All right, let's get out of here. Rob, <laughs> we got stuff to do. It's a Friday. Hey, I'll, I'll talk for five more hours. I can, I can tell that, but I'm, you're talking about if somebody, um, another grown man is liking your pictures or not. If Mark Few ever got his I'm done. We're not even back. going into think this conversation. It. Think about if you're screen one moment, you're on Instagram, and it said Mark Few followed you. I can't. liked one of my pictures the other day, and I was like, that's as close as I'm going to get to coach you liking it, and I felt like a hero. Yeah, I wouldn't believe it. I wouldn't believe I, it would be somebody else with a fake account. We love uh, the Zags, Rob. What are you going to say? We love the Zags, man. What do you got for us, Rob? You want to live a happy life, tie it to a goal, not a person or a thing. From the
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.